Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoker. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You're watching and listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Romoran, and Chino Liao coming to you on another Thursday live stream. Thank you so much for joining us over on Kumu at Wrestling Wrestling Pod and on Facebook.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Before we start the show, we have to congratulate a few friends of the podcast. First off, congratulations to our boy, Mr. Philippine Wrestling, Jake DeLeon, for winning the MWF Championship over the weekend at Road to Fate. So, para sa mga nag-expect na meron tayong Road to Fate review, sorry to disappoint you, wala pong Road to Fate review for this live stream. Uh, we're gonna have that next week when your Dabarkad's Rowan ASH comes back from academic leave. It is official! So, magbabalik loob siya sa podcast by next week's audio only. We also gotta say congratulations to our good friend Carlos Zamora, El Guapo. For landing on the PWI 500 this year, he is number 404. So yeah, Sabi Niro on the pre-show, Hanina, it's really a kayfabe list. But you know, anytime one of our friends makes a list like that, it's always something worth celebrating here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Got a lot to talk about for tonight. Some news outside the ring as usual. The future of NXT, some highlights from Raw and SmackDown. And we're also going to be giving you our winner pick for AEW's World Championship match happening next week. But first, let's tell you about one of the ways you can support the podcast. And that is by being a wrestler. Wrestling, wrestling podcast patron. All right. So in a month's time, we will be having another premium live event viewing party. It is going to be Extreme Rules. And you can be a part of that by joining and subscribing to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. The URL is ticking on the bottom of the screen right there. For as low as $5 or around 80 pesos and climbing because pahina na pahina ang peso against the dollar. If you subscribe, you can get access to our Discord community where we talk wrestling, video games, sneakers, sports, Unity. a whole bunch of stuff. It's slowly growing and we have a lot of fun as well on the watch parties that happen there. You get exclusive review content as well of the weekly television shows, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW, Dynamite, Rampage, even MWF Action Novella, Care of Rowan, and pay-per-views as well. 
And then also we have merch. Babyface producer Mike, let's put the merch up on the screen. Ayon, there it is. We are just finalizing earlier today our shipment of free merch. Because if you join the pod, the Patreon program, you get dibs on one of these shirts for free because you are a loyal supporter. And then if we do pasabais as well from stores like WWE Shop, Shop AEW, Pro Wrestling Tees, and other online stores from around the world, you can be a part of that pasabai as well. So again, rest patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for as low as five dollars and uh, or two eighty pesos. All right. That's it. So let's start off with news outside the ring and we're gonna start with Velveteen Dream. Cause Meron Shang confession basically kanina on Instagram Live, and this is coming off yung allegations ni EC3 from earlier this week. Where EC3 said na at a party sometime in 2017-2018, dun daw sa bahay ni EC3, naglagay daw si Velveteen Dream ng phone. Iniwan yung phone niya dun sa CR, tapos videotape daw niya si EC3 so uh, he can get EC3's body parts on video. So, bumanat si Velveteen Dream. The muddy shot. Yes, yes. So, bumanat si Velveteen Dream and then basically sinabi niya kay EC3 na nagdadrugs daw sila, na nagkococaine daw sila. So, of course, before we say anything else, masama pong magdrugs, masama po ang cocaine. Di po natin yung tinatangkilik dito. What do you guys think about this confession from Velveteen Dream on his IG Live? Before I answer that, he was number one asked me on Kumu. He asked, will Pro Wrestling Tees spam us with unnecessary emails that we order? No, we will be doing the ordering from Pro Wrestling Tees if you join us. So you don't have to get the emails because we'll be getting the emails for you. Anyway, back to Velveteen Dream and the cocaine. So it's a pretty weird <laughs> accusation to throw. So I guess he was trying to... That's what Aaron said in the chat. Hidaan pa baba. But... You know, taking cocaine, I, in my opinion, isn't as bad as sexually harassing your coworkers. So I don't know what he was trying to accomplish there. Not parts EC3 ng any other major company right now. So I don't think he's going to get fired or any or anything. He's, he showed up in NWA earlier this week, but the contracts there are, I believe, per appearance. So there's that. I, I don't know, man. I I really like. Mudslinging, politicking is like my least favorite part of life <laughs> in yeah. any field. It's just my least favorite part of it. Like, like how to get booked, how to be a better wrestler, how to get back into WWE, whatever else you think of. That's what you think Abang yung video nyo edits ko, de ba? Abang sila na ko in, de ba? Like, come on, you can grow the fuck up, guys. Come on. Chismes and hearsay. Just grow up, move on. It doesn't need to take energy away from your day-to-day life. That's actually a good point. I'm glad you mentioned that because it applies to a whole bunch of people. So thank yeah. Exactly. So thank you for being a positive force in this world, Gina. <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah. Oh, masyado na maraming <laughs> naghihilaan pa baba. Huwag na tayong yeah. makijoin doon. Ako ayoko na mahila ako pa baba. So huwag na tayong makisali doon. Diba? All right, let's move on. Uh, let's give you an update on the AEW Chi Town Throwdown. As of this week, hindi na suspended sina Pat Buck, Michael Nakazawa, and Christopher Daniels. It was reported na their role in the scuffle backstage was they were trying to break people up, which is why hindi na siguro sila na suspend. Pero so far, wala pa rin updates on CM Punk, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, and A Steel. Right now, ang alam lang ng mga nagre-report is that meron pa rin independent third 
third-party investigation na nagaganap. So there could be some legal issues, which is also why wala pa tayong official na naririnig from either party of the Chaitan throwdown. Uh, before I talk about that, I just want to say hey to our good buddy, brother Sandro Hermoso. <laughs> you, who says, What's if up, cocaine Sandra? will get you as ripped as EC3 game that. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> I mean, you can do all the drugs you want. Just don't hurt anyone else. Anyway, Aaron is right. Brandon Cutler is also part of these people who are also unsuspended. And the reason why nobody's really mentioned it on screen some people on TikTok are saying, oh, weak si Tony Khan kasi hindi na in-address, hindi na pinangalanan si CM Punk and the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. And they didn't, he didn't directly address last week why they were being stripped of the championships. But it has to be reiterated. I believe not everyone is doing a good job of mentioning this little fact. But there is an actual third-party investigator looking into the whole situation. So that's why there are legal repercussions that are looming if anyone ever addresses this out of line. So that's why it's on screen, maybe not behind the scenes, but on screen, yes. I mean, even tayo as wrestling commentators, you know, not like stand commentators, but like commentators on the business in general, Hindi rin natin siya mapag-usapan ng maayos because we are all essentially third parties, di ba? None of us were present there. We don't really know what happened. We're only relying on the news that yep. comes out. And with something like this that is both legally and uh, company-wide sensitive, ang, ang hirap din niyang sabihin which part is actually true, which part actually happened. So... I don't like commenting on things when I don't know the whole story. I like making hearsay. And kung hearsay nga ito, but then the commenting on things is just, it's, it's, it's pretty iffy at this point. Actually, tama tong sinabi ni Lance. Be like Kenny Omega. Just enjoy your life despite the suspension. Kenny Omega looks yeah. to be living his best life. He just reunited with his former tag team partner, Kota Ibushi, in Japan. So, based on their pictures, mukhang nag-enjoy naman sila. Kasama si Michael Nakazawa. Nag-video games, kumakain sa labas. So, ayun, buti pa sila. I mean, talk through the first punch. From what he displays on the internet and on interviews, he... Kenny seems like a pretty chill person. So it seems very much like him to just enjoy life and just be at peace with the fact that shit just happened. Yeah. Let's all be clear that A Steel bit Kenny Omega <laughs> like a bitch. <laughs> let's just all remember that fact. Yeah, that's that's still my favorite joke in wrestling. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like two weeks Fucking after. Biting as your first move. What a bitch. All right, on that note, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about NXT and its future. But first, happy payday Thursday, everyone. And dahil payday as usual, you've got those sales going on. So here's how you can support the podcast with your online shopping over on Lazada. On Lazada, it is the Sulit Swell the Sale until September 17. So it's until Saturday. If you want to be a part of that, if you want to get everything that you want and need from Lazada, say hashtag Nasa Lazada and all you got to do is use our affiliate link to support the podcast in the process. Podlink.co slash IAM. Podlink.co slash letters IAM. Type that in a mobile browser at the cart and check out from the app. And what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Let's get to some shout-outs over on Kumu. Saying hey to Fight Star, who sent us MVP Dakdak and Night Night stickers. That is a cool ass name. Fight yeah, Star. Fight Star. If I'm not mistaken, he might be a streamer as well, but I don't know. So thank you, Fight Star. He was number one. Also sent us a Budo sticker. So thank you for that as well. He was number one. Comments a lot. Thank you, Kenny, for saving the dog. Yeah, thank you, Kenny, for saving Larry. <laughs> Larry the dog. Our good friend Scumageddon asks, why does Christopher Daniels look like Chad Smith of the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yeah, I just looked it up. He does look like him. <laughs> it's old white guy thing. You know. <laughs> uh, thank you to everyone who has... He has. He was number one. Also sent a super yeah. halo halo and MVP. Maraming salamat. Thank you, man. Uh, Scumageddon also just sent us... Super halo halo. Thanks Yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Abby is also tuned in right now on Kumu. Yamashita. Yamashita uh, we're trying to grow our Kumu uh, viewership a little bit. So if you want to jump on Kumu as well from Facebook hey. or wherever, whichever is easier for you, maybe you can try that out. Anyway, thank you again. Please keep smashing those hearts. Tapos, let everyone know that you like the wrestling talk here on Kumu. Thank you. All right. Let's talk about NXT and its future. So at the very end of the episode, there was a video package narrated by uh, Shawn Michaels. And then at the very, very end, the NXT 2.0 logo morphed into this version uh, is kind of hinting at black and gold NXT, or I guess in this case, white and gold NXT coming back. So as an added detail, ni report ni Brian Alvarez from the Wrestling Observer Newsletter that Halloween Havoc, which is happening next month, is listed internally as an NXT takeover. So alam naman natin na naging NXT 2.0 siya, takeovers basically disappeared off the map. So what do you guys think about this rebrand of the rebrand for NXT? Uh, a bunch of people like it. Um, I mean, everyone likes it because everyone likes black and gold. Yes, for sure. I just don't know what it means right now because we have batch of performance center signees. I've seen people wanting it to go back to being a third brand. But to me, kasi, I don't really have that much interest in NXT being a third brand because when black and gold NXT was the so-called third brand like a few years back, that was in the face of Raw and SmackDown being Vince McMahon's brands. So you have Triple H with NXT and then you have Raw and SmackDown being Vince's stuff. So now that Raw and SmackDown are Triple H's brands, I don't know why you need a third brand in that vein. 
Because NXT 2.0 was a purely Shawn Michaels endeavor, and we really want a Shawn Michaels brand right there. It's like I'm totally fine with NXT being developmental again, completely developmental again. Because it does serve a purpose that way, so it's good that way. And I don't know what this means. Is the performance center going to sign indie stars again? Are we going to move on from college athletes and other sport athletes back to indie stars? Yeah. Okay. A few things. Number one, I think this also has to do with Solo Sikoa walking away with the North American Championship. It now gives the bloodline reign over all three of the WWE shows, Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. And it's a good lead up for the upcoming big pay-per-view of Survivor Series. Because a few years ago, Survivor Series made it a point of contestation to have NXT be that third particular brand. I would personally, I would love to see it again. I don't have a problem with Shawn Michaels being a fan and a child of the Attitude Era. I appreciate Ko and and more than respect his contributions uh, to the business. Now, with Triple H in charge, it does move a lot of the Vincisms that Vince McMahon implemented throughout NXT 2.0. I'm not necessarily the biggest watcher or fan of NXT 2.0, so a return to the black and gold brand is more than welcome for me. However, you shows na Raw and SmackDown already have all the black and gold people that we like watching. Sila Champa, Sila Gargano, Sila so I don't know what it act like with Roe here saying. I also don't know what it means to say na ah babalik na kami sa black and gold. So does it mean like edgier storylines again? Does it mean again more indie stars? What does it actually mean? While I like it, I still want to know what it means. Yeah, patikim lang naman siya, if anything. I would argue that the edgier storylines were supposed to come with NXT 2.0. Yeah. So that was part of what was being presented as the rebrand. Na storylines would be edgier under this new direction. If you remember the black and gold era, hindi siya very edgy. It was really just indie wrestling on TV. Yeah. Which is not to take a dump on it. I actually liked black and gold era very much. But kunwari yung pagpapasexy ng toxic attraction, we didn't really have that in black and gold NXT. Yeah, 2.0 already had edgy stuff. Like it had horny storylines, diba? So, oh, it, Inofe, yeah, diba? Diba? I guess maybe what it will ha- will have is that uh, less cartoony characters. I guess. Um, oh, pala. Oh, pala. Yeah, probably. So less, less of Tony D'Angelo. Uh, uh, so may- maybe there's that. I don't know. Even, yeah, as Chino said, there's already a lot of Triple H's fingerprints on Raw and SmackDown right now. So I don't know how this is going to be yeah, any different. Oh, maybe it's just the storylines of NXT 2.0 with indie stars. So maybe it's that. So we'll see. Yeah, maybe. It's not like indie wrestlers totally disappeared in the face of 2.0. Because people like Cora Jade and uh, Roxanne Perez, they came in. They were working the indies. I think Fallon Henley was also working the indies. Andre Chase. But this is also someone who was working ROH in the indies. So, I don't know. It would be nice, I guess, if we had more information down the road. But until then... See, Jensen, yeah, also an indie star. Exactly, yeah. So, until then, all we can really do is speculate on what uh, this means. Uh, probably as soon as next week. 
kasi they already taped episodes for uh for NXT itong si John John Regala nag ano na naglagay na ng spoilers in the chat up to you guys if you want to engage with the spoiler uh spoiler comment uh but yeah we'll find out more in the next week for now though let's talk also, about also sorry one one thing no Wendy Chu slander is allowed here. Yes. We are not slandering Wendy Chu. If you don't like Wendy Chu, you can leave this chat. Yeah, I am a huge Wendy Chu fan, so please. Wendy Chu love lang dito sa Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Alright, let's talk about Solo Sikoa kasi nabanggit na rin nga ni Chino. So, Solo Sikoa won the North American Championship to end yesterday's episode. Very surprising result given that one, Solo is already on the main roster, so why now? And two... He's still a babyface on NXT when he's a heel as a part of the bloodline on the main roster. So what does this tell you? I don't know what it tells me, actually. Uh, it tells me that they one thing, yes, as people are pointing out in the chat, it's part of the bloodline having a lot of belts, except for honorary Us Sami Zayn. It's also one of those things that it was storyline promised then K Solo that he had a championship shot for the North American Championship. Right? So there was that. And they didn't push through with it because Ricochet came in. So I mm. guess it was them fulfilling that booking directive. So there's that. But I also don't know what it means. Will it mean that Solo is splitting time between NXT and SmackDown? Will it also mean that like Mark Spector, he has two different identities. <laughs> you know, two different identities. But two different alignments. He is... Okay, Mark Spector is bipolar. Okay, or sorry, yeah, SDID. 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 <laughs> Will he be a face on NXT and then be a heel when he goes up on SmackDown? So it does raise a lot more questions than it answers. Pero on the whole, though, I'm okay with it. Solo is a good performer. He has the talent that his older brothers have. So di with this decision. I like it, giving him the title. Like I said, I think they really are doing a setup job for Survivor Series here. It might be too early. I might be wrong. But giving a main storyline character a title in what is essentially developmental only elevates that brand. Because now that developmental championship needs to be defended or has the bigger chance to be defended on a main WWE pay-per-view show. So it might end up being Bloodline versus All here. That's like a far-reaching prediction that I have here. Because it makes a lot of sense if all of them have titles and isang show in So it's a huge possibility for the bookers or story writers or whatever to just have the Bloodline face off against other contenders during Survivor Series. I need to ask the chat this because someone on Twitter, I think it was SRS who pointed out that the Bloodline now has seven championships among them. Has there been a faction or a stable that has had more collective championship gold at the same time? Because it's seven championships, uh, both world titles, both sets of tag team championships, and then you North American championship. Yeah, parang wala pang ganito. Sa bloodline na naman yung factions So it does seem to be unprecedented. So it is pretty cool, I guess, if you're a fan of the bloodline, which I think the fan base is pretty divided on. So yun, yeah, um, I don't think it's happened before. Yeah. Undisputed Era was just what? Four championships. Uh, three yeah. championships. NXT, North American, and the Thanks. Tag Team Championship. Yeah. Mm. Pero, di ba yung Shield? Do think it's a point na that's that champion? I mean, yeah, they had two championships, the tag titles and the U.S. title. 
Yeah, but it's only because they were three guys. Right? So it's the argument. No, what I'm saying is that the Bloodline has the WWE Championship, oh. the Universal Championship, Raw Tags, ah, so SmackDown unified. Tags, right, 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 and right. North American. Uh, yeah, pala, pala seven. So there are five. Five, right? So yeah, I yeah. think it's a because it's because actually they would have more championships. It was it's kind of inflated <laughs> then because of the unifications. So there's that. Yeah, but technically, if you really are to count, it's really just three championships <laughs> when you think about it. Yeah, unifying. Yeah, so gonna Bullet Club as well, but uh, yeah, I think mm. Bullet Club still has more championships technically. Uh, more champions because it's more and then more championships uh, in JPW. Yeah, I get it. It it just ha- bodes for how right. large the, the stable is, number one, and for how large uh, the actual promotion is. So I, I really don't have a problem. Last note on the bloodline, Chino nabanggit mo na it could be a setup for Survivor Series where they face off against a super group of baby faces. I would love to see that. Because ang dami nang nakabanga ng bloodline over the last two years, like a representative from every group or from every storyline that the bloodline has had over the last two years, kind of like what, not to put myself over here, but kind of like what I wanted for MSG back in, you know, in the old days, na lahat ng mga nakabanga ng grupo, there's a representative and there's a super group of baby faces to like topple them down. That would be something to watch come Survivor Series kung yun yung naging endgame nila. It's also going to play... Interesting din yung storyline eh. I'm sorry. Because you're also going to have to include Sami Zayn in that lineup if you want to fill out the five-man roster. Kasi di ba ang traditional Survivor Series match is five on five. Now, if that were the case... Don papasok na yung kwenta ni Sami as the honorary us quote unquote kahit alam nating asugot lang siya sa bloodline right so de ba banggain niya si Gunta de ba and eh, ayun di yun yung maganda isipin niyo de ba how big a role will Sami Zayn actually play in that story that's actually something I'm looking forward to the side of this epic potentially epic face off so there uh, something to watch out for but I wouldn't keep my hopes up just yet kasi di naman natin alam what's gonna happen uh, let's zoom out here and talk about NXT 2.0 uh, celebrating its one-year anniversary. And after a year, when you recap the episode, all the highlights from 2.0, uh, how would you assess it one year after it premiered as the rebrand of NXT? Okay, it's kind of tricky because NXT has a pretty complex relationship with the fans, with the WWE fans. So I would say that as far as its purpose as a developmental territory, uh, it, it did its job. It really did its job in preparing your mga performance center prospects for life in the WWE, for performance in the WWE. But that didn't always translate to the best wrestling that NXT Black and Gold used to have and that fans fell in love with. So it's iba I enjoyed it because I, I like watching these prospects develop. I'm kind of weird in that aspect. I know a lot of people just want to watch good wrestling. They want to watch their favorites tear it up and have barn burners. I want to see people from all skill levels try to do their thing here. But on the whole, though, if you expected it to be a third brand, if you expected it to be the same as it was before, then you would have to say that it kind of, fails the mark a little bit some of the indie stars were there they helped anchor the show that was great but you kind of got the feeling that you couldn't wait for them to graduate to the main roster and that's totally valid but as a whole purpose and for me uh my letter grade kabaro letter grade uh wait let me get back to you on that 
Ako, uh, I mentioned something earlier in the show about how we were getting edgier storylines. Let me explain. I'm actually saying that the action and the plots kind of are, are sort of defined in the 2.0 era. Parang wala na masyadong patayan because I guess you get that when the skill levels of the competitors are at a certain peak, right? Yung, that's why you get a lot of those indie guys throwing out those barn burners and I appreciate all of that. You know, that's what made me hooked uh, onto NXT. With 2.0, yun nga, mas madaming developmental people and there are so many new faces na ang hirap din kapitan. I personally have not been watching NXT 2.0 as regularly. So nahihirapan din ako to keep up with the current goings on in that part of the WWE. However, I enjoyed the matches that I did see. It's just that madami din tayong nakikita ng uh, faces na pa who are you? That's that's what I get. Although you, again, you can get that because you, you, when you watch it, you get more exposed. It's it's not the yeah. That, that's really yeah, more on you for not watching regularly. But I'm because I'm old in the black and gold. Eh. Like I am an old man. I'm set in my ways, you know. So it, NXT 2.0 didn't do really do anything so spectacular that it would keep me hooked on. You know what I mean? Like it's not. Because captivating the black and gold. And that is why, for better or for worse, it's fallen out of my resting radar. All right. So, so you, 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 you grade that we gave you. Okay. So, what's the letter grade coming from you? So, you're a, a, a <laughs> solid, okay. just middle of the road B. I would give it a B as well. Mostly because uh, that's kind of high then. But it's also mostly because of yeah. the anchors that they helped, that they brought over to help make sure that the rookies have a veteran presence to learn from. Chaka, uh, yeah, sorry. The main roster integration is, has been stepped up yeah. a whole bunch during to the 2.0 era. You got Dolph Ziggler as the NXT champion. Nobody expected that, that to happen, but he was there. But Natalia had a spell. Ricochet just came back. So if we get from the 2.0 era, I think it's that. Eh. I think the main roster integration, especially for people who are just sort of idling in the main roster, to do a quick trip to uh, Orlando, but to do the NXT 2.0 run or NXT Black and Gold run, say it does wonders to reinvigorate somebody's career. Uh, ito, magandang question from Fred in the comments. Your pick for MVP of NXT 2.0? Uh, yeah, I would agree with Derv here. Sorry. Um, Braun is an MVP because he was given the ball and at a really, really fresh point of his wrestling career. It's We're literally watching him in the first year of his career. And he has proven himself to be a great enough athlete to fit in. So I would say he's an MVP from day one. Mandy as well for totally reinventing herself and proving that you can get better in the system, in the WWE system. You can make jokes about the system, but it does work. So good on Mandy. And it's only a matter of time before they reintroduce her as her toxic attraction self and be a big player on the main roster. Yeah, I did Mandy... More than broad, really, because they were able to repackage her in such a way that nobody expected and made her look dominant as a champion. Who would have expected Mandy Rose to look this dominant uh, almost a year or over a year into her reign? So it's good that transformation. 
I named her most improved wrestler for last year's Wrestler Guesting Podcast Awards for a reason, and I'm sticking by it. So, bro, I really love the trajectory her career is in. I really love how strong they're making her look. So I say Mandy Rose for me. Probably put Carmelo Hayes in there as well, just because he's someone you can really expect to steal the show. Someone who has been a believable heel. Uh, parang main roster ready now. We've said that so many times on the pod. The dude is main roster ready and it shows in his work. So I'd probably lump uh, Carmelo Hayes in with Braun and Mandy for MVPs of uh, 2.0. All right, uh, let's graduate to the main roster and talk about SmackDown. And the big highlight coming out of the blue brand is how our top few looks to be Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross, since it looks like Roman Reigns isn't going to be around for a while yet, given his status. So, what do you guys think about this? Na, ito na, nagkatotoo na yung sinabi ni Cross na he was going to go after Drew after Clash at the Castle. Sir, before we before I answer that, people have been asking. I didn't think you guys would be asking about big guy, security guy Hank. So I didn't put him in the agenda for today. But okay. Oh, yeah, hero, but I, I, I didn't, didn't, but I, I didn't I like think the people would. I didn't think people fun. would appreciate it like we did. So I didn't, so that's why I didn't put it there. So let's talk about Hank really quickly and say that I don't know if you guys noticed it like we did, but it was the whole Hank and Big Body Javi storyline was a play on the trope of security guys in wrestling being independent wrestlers from the area. So see, Hank Walker was introduced as a security Mm. guy, but you, everyone knew. You all know. The conceit is you knew that he was a performance center prospect and that they leveraged, they played on this trope by actually introducing him as a security guy who could wrestle and then he gets his NXT contract as a wrestler. So that was pretty cool. And it showed that, that they told the story well because the CWC crowd popped for Big Hank's win against Big Body Hobby. So that was pretty good. And that was a nice little story that they told. Yeah, they built it up over three weeks. Napaka-meta nga, napaka-self-aware. And I appreciated Vic Joseph and Wade Barrett yung banter nila. Sabi ni Vic, si, si Wade Barrett kasi, kinukutya niya si Hank, di ba? Parang secure ka lang eh. Paul I Bart, like Paul Cup ka lang, ganyan. Sabi ni Vic Joseph, weren't you yeah. uh, arena security as well, circa 06, along with a certain fella? So that was a really good touch from Vic and Wade. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Ang ganda lang ng niya, the writing. It's like it's really just caters to all different group of. Yeah, Jeb. Uh, I I know I did see um Hank wrestle at Level Up. I I know that the CWC fans because they're they're the regulars. They've seen him wrestle at Level Up, but still, siempre um you you approach it. Uh, you watch NXT regularly and approach it as someone who is totally new to Big Hank because you just see him as a background character. But uh, that was a really good way to introduce him. And sana we see more. If NXT is to go back to black, uh, white, and gold or whatever, uh, we get more smart stories like this. I want to I wanna, uh, acknowledge whichever creative team member pitched this story for Big Hank. Yeah, that type of storytelling is what I want out of AEW because they relied on dark and elevation to a point that parang andi mo na pa dark and elevation. Sorry na lang if you miss some story beats on the main shows. Like how NXT and Level Up tell their stories yeah. how I prefer it because I don't always have the time to watch Level Up and I can't be bothered to watch Darker Elevation. So yeah. All right, let's go back to the Drew and Cross point. What do you guys think about this story here? 
Okay lang. I mean, like, I know some people don't like Cross. He could be, like, a mold from the mid-2000s WWE, early 2000s WWE. I like Cross. Since his return to the main roster, Nedjo, he's been parked a little bit. So, medyo nawala yung momentum niya for me. Nawala yung excitement for me. So, I hope that they kind of bring it back with this one. It's, it could be fun. It could be fun. But Drew and Roman was so much more fun that I totally forgot that Cross was there. So, that's where I'm at with this. I like it because it gives Karrion Cross something to do. I like I like Cross. I'm trying to recall here kung nag-abot pa sila sa TNA. Probably not. No. Uh, but I like how they're giving Cross something to do because if he walks away victorious from this rivalry, it'll build him up better to take on Roman Reigns, which I guess was his end game uh, after all said and done. Diba? So parang ang ganda nun. And if Drew beats Cross, ganun din. It builds him up more and then they allows him to face Roman Reigns in, in the future. So either way, I feel like it's a win-win for whoever walks away here. And it's just a win-win for fans as well because it allows us, yung mga may ayaw kay Cross, they are given the opportunity to get to know the character a little bit more. And I don't know how good of a job that'll be, but it gives him exposure. And as a wrestler, that's all you can really ask for is, you know, time to work. Ito, magandang example tong comment ni Janelle who says, despite the cool entrance and Scarlet, he's still not sold on Karrion Cross being a top guy. Siyempre, kasi he's, he hasn't been... Put, he hasn't been written in that yeah. position yet. I mean, like, yes, the idea is for him to be the top guy, but not right now because he still has to work to get there. Uh, he did get damaged from Vince's handling of him <laughs> last year, right? So it's totally... The BDSM Spartan. To, yeah, yeah, the BDSM <laughs> gladiator, right? So I, nobody expects you to see him as a top guy just yet, but... We do hope that you open your mind and accept the possibility that he could, because yeah. he does have to put in the work himself to get there. Vince-looking guy WWE, I would, I'm pretty sure it would be Cross, right? He got the size, the muscles, the angry face. So, parang ang sayang nang yung run niya talaga, because eh, they really, they really mishandled that Karen Cross run here. But this time around, it's truer to his NXT persona. It's truer to his persona in the Indies, de ba? Na parang doom bringer siya at, at TikTok and all that. So I like how they're presenting it to, to a much larger audience. All right, let's cross over to Raw and something that we have been waiting weeks to see. Finally came true. Damage Control has taken the Women's Tag Team Championships from Raquel Rodriguez and Aaliyah. And a lot of the chatter on social media is, eh, bakit pa nanalo tong sina Raquel and Aaliyah only to lose two weeks later? Because uh, this isn't publicized as much. There was a bit of backstage explaining saying that Raquel was being given some shine for her eventual singles push. So there's that. But like I said on the review, uh, you kind of just have to give the moment to the people you were building it up for. So sometimes you could be democratic, sometimes you could be equal and fair, but sometimes also you just have to go for what you were building for in the first place. So question So anyway, yeah, this was the moment that they were building up since uh, they brought back EO and Dakota f- back at SummerSlam. So Butinaman that they pivoted really quickly to this. It was the obvious decision, and hopefully we're, we'll be getting that big match with Naomi and Sasha when they come back. 
Yeah, by the way, Naomi, Sasha, kidding it in New York Fashion Week. Good for them. But well, as far as damage control is concerned, I'm happy that they both won. I'm a big fan of all three of this w- these women. So I'm glad they walked away with the titles. Yun nga, nandun ako sa point na sayang naman si Raquel. And kawawa lala si Aliyah because she is getting genetic uh, sooner rather than later. But I guess that's what happens, you know? That's what happens in this business. Tama naman din si Ro. It's, it's just part of the business. Just un- an unfortunate part of it. Yeah, I think we're all just waiting for that point where we get uh, damage control versus Sasha and Naomi because at this point, that's the money match. Kung totoo nga, di ba, na Sasha and Naomi have really been brought back, that's the only money match I see coming for the Women's Tag Team Championship. So, really good stuff. A lot of people here in the comments, bias nila si EO Sky. So, good for you guys. Good for all of us, actually, that damage control are now the Women's Tag Team Champions. Other stuff going on sa Raw. Kevin Owens had this very passionate promo uh, that he cut on Austin Theory. And he's really doing a lot of his best work as a babyface, which I guess if you know him from his ROH work, you know that he can really flip-flop between face and heel and do and kill it. But this side of Kevin Owens, we haven't really seen this in quite a while. Yeah, remember, remember when his contract was up and then we were all predicting where he would go? So he stayed in WWE. So some yeah. big winner niya for staying. And... Partida nagstay pa So they had him go through the whole not a liar thing. I'm a liar. I'm not a liar. They had them go. Yeah, the Ezekiel bit as well. Yeah, so the Ezekiel he bit. really ate a lot of shit just to get here and hold out for the Triple H era where he could finally be let loose. So I'm pretty happy for him for sticking by his guns. One would even think that he had a part in in the regime change, but you never know. That's just a joke. But I hope that one day he becomes the a world champion again. Sana they split up the, the world championships again and one of it goes to Kevin Owens because he, he's been proving that this is a top guy run and he is putting out some top guy stuff. I think see Kevin Owens, first of all, Stan, your slang game on this episode, my God. The serve bias, Jesus. Anyway, I love all the work he's been putting out. He is a guy who's just there to work. He's regardless of how stupid the role they give him is. I'm a liar, I'm not a liar. Shane McMahon had to wrestle Shane McMahon. And then he also had to do all sorts of stupid crap. So sobrang and he's and after all of that, he's still there. He still decided to resign. He used a guy that you know is just there to work because he's just there to keep doing what he's doing. He's putting in that effort, he's putting in that time. If people don't believe he's the best, he wants to work to the point where people will actually believe otherwise. So, probonya during this week's episode of Raw because it encapsulates Kevin Owens' whole persona as a wrestler in his run in in the WWE. And yes, I'm with the role here. I want to see him as the champion once again. Yeah. uh, Just a top guy doing top guy things. So he... Uh, I just want to address Fred here. He said that AEW fans said that it was a wrong move for Kevin Owens to resign with WWE. I did think that it wasn't the right move. I, I don't know if it was wrong, but I did think that he deserved better. So, just swear to actually that it all worked out for him. 
Like it was nice for him to get moments like the Stone Cold main event at WrestleMania. That was cool. But if you would remember, that was also like a bit of a mess that they had to go through and got lucky that it all turned out well. But after that, they were back to giving him some weird stuff that also incidentally was lucky enough to work out in his favor a little bit. So it's a testament to how good he is, but also the Vince treatment wasn't all great. I would say so. I wouldn't have opposed him going to another company. That's oh, honestly, I feel like if he was and he would, if he were to end up in AEW, I don't think he'd be given the same amount of attention that he's getting right now. As I said, sa dami ng tao dun, he's gonna have to compete for his slot in a two-hour show once I a agree. week, right? Or three-hour shows twice a week, right? Or he so might parang, have to bite the man for us to talk about it. Exactly. Hindi siya kasing dali nang iniisip ng mga tao. Whereas with the WWE, because he's established himself on a much bigger platform in front of a lot more fans, nagkaroon siya ng opportunity to make things work. Kahit basura yung material na binibigay sa kanya, he just made it work because he knew where he was. He knew the type of power he had. And I'm, and that is just a testament to his talent. I don't know though. Would you rather be working with a schizophrenic guy wrestler who didn't know who he was? Or would you uh, have better storylines on a show that may not always have time for you? So there's that to consider as well. So the I don't think it's as black and white as uh, we're planning it to be. So my stance was just that I thought he deserved better and I thought that he could have tried to get something better elsewhere. But anyway, uh, that's all moot now because uh, he's getting the run of his life Right yeah, now, on the Triple H. Last bit here on Monday Night Raw, they're really building up to yung mga matches in the following week, which is something we've pointed out here on the podcast. And one of them is centered around the US Championship. And it really looks like the TV title now for Monday Night Raw, especially with the way that they've packaged Bobby Lashley and the title. Yeah, Aisha. Triple H knew that he couldn't split up the world, the UWU Championship just yet. So his next best recourse is to put the the US Championship up top uh, on the on the marquee. So that's pretty good, really good of him to do. And on his part, to his credit, Bobby Lashley has been killing it. Bobby has been given rather such a prime spot here, and he has not let anybody down yet. I feel like so pang. Because Raw needs a championship figure and because they need to see Roman every week, much less on Raw, they needed somebody to take the helm on that side of the WWE world. And Bobby Lashley is a proven commodity in that regard. So hats off to him. Yeah, and uh, I I would argue that he's actually more over today than he was in the mid-2000s when they were really pushing him as the next big thing. So really happy for Bobby Lashley and his success. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk about the AEW World Championship picture and the firm. But first, it is a payday, so here's another way for you to help support the podcast with your online shopping over on Shopee. Yep, it is a payday sale on Shopee right now, uh, September 15 only, I believe. So if you are getting things that you want and need on Shopee as well, you can use our affiliate link, podlink.co slash W9X, podlink.co slash letter W, the number 9 and the letter X. Type that in a mobile browser, add to cart, and check out from the app. What you buy will also help us do what we do here in the podcast at North Cross. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yeah, ako din. A part of me is curious about how a feud with Mox and MJF would look on the mic. Uh, I also want to give Mox his time off like he's always wanted. And it's not like Brian ain't an ace. You know what I mean? He's just been there. And he's just been happy to let other people step ahead of him in the line that he's in. Right? Now, I feel like it's the perfect opportunity to not only be an AEW champion, but to develop a long-standing feud with MJF. Because hereafter, making MJF being this established star here, and I feel like Brian Danielson might just be the guy to turn MJF into a believable heel champion. Do shout-outs on Kumu? Uh, no new comments, but again, if you are, you know, if you want to join us on Kumu, just look for us, Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, and keep smashing those hearts because uh, we would love for you to let everyone else on Kumu know that you like the wrestling talk. So thank you again for tuning in to everyone and for those who have followed us. All right. Uh, let's go to AEW and talk about the World Championship situation. So we're getting Blackpool Combat Club members facing off with one another. John Moxley and Brian Danielson in the finals of the tournament. And I don't think any one of us really saw this result coming. Well, it was nice. But, you know, it could have been Jericho again. So there's that. But um, I think, uh, like I said earlier on the review, this is like for the maximum goodwill for AEW, especially after what happened last week, like you cannot yeah. go wrong with either of these guys. So, super safe and in the best possible way. So, my pick is Brian Danielson, mostly because we know now that John Moxley was supposed to take a vacation after last week, but because of the whole brouhaha, he was forced to come back. So, I, mean, I hope uh, he loses and gets his vacation from here. Yeah. Anyway, what I was trying to say, even if it's a Vince thing, it's not like it was the worst Vince idea ever. It's actually one of his better ideas, to be honest. It makes people watch wrestling. And because MJF now has the power to do it and might have the opportunity to do it, then guess what? More people will be watching Dynamite. Ito, marami sa comments ang nagsasabi na Brian wins and then MJF cashes in the chip immediately. Uh, would it, Will it be a good look for AEW uh, if they pull okay. a money in the bank ripoff? Okay lang at this point kasi there's someone else that the AEW fan base really, really wants to see as champions, MJF. Like, that guy is so much more over than you realize even though he tries his hardest to piss the crowd off and to insult the crowd. It does have really, really and really Character-wise, it also makes sense for and, MJF uh, to do that. I don't, I don't blame them because he, he, he is... Uh, I would say he's a needle mover for AW. So it couldn't hurt. It couldn't hurt to give him a try. And uh, 
it seems like he uh, he's a little bit more professional than the other guy. So uh, even though they pull off that cash in, yes, it's a WWE move. Yes, it's a Super Vince move. But um, it's one of those things that they really want to see happen. All right. Any other thoughts on Mox versus Brian or your world championship scene or you want to move to the firm? Uh, I mean, I already said it. It's, a, it's the best possible thing that they could do after what happened. All right. Let's move on to Stokely Hathaway and the firm. So they were introduced as MJF's uh, retainer guys. Yung mga pa- friends for hire or fighters for hire if you want that local reference. Uh, I actually like the promo from Stokely here because he's not He actually talked about yung motivations niya as a character, why the firm exists, and then uh, na sila, they're there, but if they're not uh, on hire or for hire, they can go and pursue their respective championship aspirations. So like see Lee Moriarty, yung ROH Pure Championship for Ethan Page, All-Atlantic, then for the guns, yung tags, and then for Morrissey, whatever he wants to do. So I actually like this explanation about uh, what the firm's all about. Uh, the explanation was fine, but um, I am still up in the air about what I feel for the firm. Like, yes, it's nice that he established now, okay, uh, these guys can do whatever they want. But if MJF needs us, we'll be there for MJF. So at the end of the day, MJF. So I don't know how how great that really is. Like, we can do our own thing, but if MJF needs us, we have to be there. We have to be on call. So it sucks, especially for Ethan Page, who we thought was gonna break out after being quietly disbanded from the men of the year. So he just goes back to being part of this collective that is serving someone else other than himself. So there's that. So I don't know what... They still could turn it around. They still could do a good job of it. But I don't know what... I'm not super excited about this for now. Yeah, I don't know. First of all, wow, another stable. Oh my God. Second, I don't really know how long the stable's going to last. Is it more than just a storyline explanation, diba? Well, sabihin natin, i-cash in the MJF yung chip. Baka lumabas tong limang to, diba? Upaan si Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson. And then that'll be the end of that, right? You don't see them for another six months. So I don't know if this was like a necessary explanation here, diba? They really need to form a stable just to explain that particular plot point. I mean... Like they did build up to that point when Stokely was inviting and recruiting all of these guys one by one. So yeah, uh, no, no, no. No, that wasn't where it was going. I, I thought that when Stokely was giving out, he was gonna, you know, help their career. He was gonna help them reach new heights, not be a part of this MJF yeah. private security group. Kasi di ba nung klaseng selling point ng oil sumama ka sa akin alipores ka ni MJF Like that's not a good way to get somebody right? Yeah O goods ka ni MJF If, I, if I were Ethan Page eh? I would be shocked at being conned like this Oh I signed up because I thought you were gonna get me a title shot and stuff like that but no you're gonna get me a title shot but I also have to do MJF's dirty work because he's paying us so there's that. So I don't know. It's really convenient. Yes, it works for Stokely only because Stokely has a connection to MJF as his best friend. Mm. But these other guys, I don't want to be a part of this because I wanted to be, you know, striking it out on my own. I thought you were going to help me be a star. 
Yeah. Uh, ito. Yeah, I don't know how long-standing this, this stable is. Ito, comment ni John Christopher, AEW needs stables to give everyone TV time, which I think there is a bit of truth to this. Yeah, sure. Sure. I mean, it, it was a thing as far back as NJPW, modern-day NJPW. That's totally fine. I don't mind that. Pero at least yung ibang stables naman, hindi the subservient to MJF or one other guy. I mean, yeah, the AFO or the AHFO Yo. or whatever iterations they had yeah. back then. But, you know, uh, you Ooh. look at someone like the Blackpool Combat yeah. Club. They're not working for William Perfect Regal. Example. They are a collective of wrestlers trying to... Mm. Trying to get glory by right. by violence. Uh, let us know what you think in the chat. If you like the firm or if you don't like the firm, uh, and and what they're doing for MJF. In the meantime, let's get to our picks of the week. So people in the chat, you know what to do. Leave your picks in the comments. And I'm going to start with mine. I'm going to pick Johnny Gargano versus Chad Gable on Raw. Uh, Johnny Wrestling's first match in about nine months. And because I am a Johnny Gargano fan, I will always be hyped for Johnny Wrestling getting in the ring. And it's just so good to watch him do his thing again. And I was pretty surprised that Mahabahaba yung match nila. It wasn't a squash. So really good time for Chad Gable then to rebuild himself after getting beaten up by Braun Strowman. After one month of Triple H, it was in a squash. I mean, you know, it's only been a month. That's pretty weird. Anyway, my pick of the week is from earlier today, Dynamite. Danielson versus Jericho 2 or 3 rather 2. It was a much better spot than their match at All Out. It wasn't bad but it was just you know in a bad spot after in, in hour 3 of a pretty long show. So there's that. It was much better as a TV main event. And they adjusted they adjusted the style to make it work as well. Okay, I have two for this week. Uh, one is She-Hope because David Otonga was in it. So that technically counts. Please watch it. Two is Claudio Castagnoli versus Dax Arwood. Really good. For the ROH Championship. Really good. Uh, these two guys were so underutilized in the WWE. And I say this just based off of this match. Because Kaet Walayo, Cash Wheeler, Harwood has been proving why he is a singles superstar. So, ang ganda lang din yung match. I was pleasantly surprised. Were you sports entertained, Chino? I was very sports entertained. By the top guy, Dax Hart. All right, let's get to the picks from the comments. Leo picks Solo versus Mello. And for AEW, Lucha Bros versus Swerve in Our Glory. Fred picks Gargano Gable. And Creed Brothers versus Pretty Deadly, the cage match. Also really good coming out of NXT. Emil picks the Kevin Owens promo. Giancarlo picks Gargano Gable. And the Brawling Brutes versus Imperium from SmackDown. Yun din, that was also a banger. Great six-man tag. And I'm loving the fact that we're getting more Imperium. Janelle also picks that six-man. And the Creed Brothers versus Pretty Deadly. And Gargano versus Gable. James Andre picks Mox versus Sammy Guevara. Jericho versus Brian. And the Seth and Lashley backstage segment. Glendale picks Imperium versus Brawling Brutes. The KO promo. Danielson, Jericho. And Jun Kasai versus El Desperado. Admin Angelo picks the six-man. Ina picks Moxley versus Sammy Guevara and Jericho versus Brian. Julian picks MWF Road to Fate as a whole show. Uh, good to know that you were there, Julian. Uh, didn't see you at the show. Uh, I must have missed oh, you. Uh, don't think we did that intentionally just to diss you. Oh, John Christopher. Uh, was that a stand lyric? Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, uh, Roman J picks Brawling Brutes versus Imperium, Gargano versus Gable, and Cla- uh, Claudio versus Dax. Seth, new face and name in the comments, picks Gargano Gable and the Brawling Brutes versus Imperium. Albert Keane picks this, uh, the Steel Cage match. 
Aaron picks Stingray singing Judas in Cobra Kai, Brian versus Jericho, and Imperium versus the Brawling Brutes, and the KO promo, and MWF Road to Fate. Nga pala, sa mga nanood ng MWF Road to Fate, hope you guys had a good time because I did. Uh, again, we're going to be doing the review on the audio-only version when your Dabarkad's Roma, ASH, comes back from academic leave. All right, let's get to some plugs. The hero of the people. Oh, uh, the people's champion. <laughs> the dentist. The dentist of the people. I, I prefer, wow. when Rowan graduates, I would much prefer him as the wrestling dentist than Britt Baker. <laughs> or or at least better than Isaac Kankum. Oh, I guess, yeah, there's that. <laughs> yeah, definitely better than Isaac Kankum. Oh, hey, uh, Chino, any plugs? Oh, yeah, this 24th of September, Saturday, we're having a show. Now, previously, I said it was my our special. It, I changed it up. We are now calling it Laugh It Up Till September Ends. Why? Because Earth, Wind, and Fire. So we were stuck with Green Day. We have choice. But we're having an all-star spectacular featuring some people from Solid OK, two female comedians, and closing out the show is Mr. Muman Reyes. Check out my Instagram for more detail on tickets at Chino Supersized. All right. Uh, how about Rob? Well, thank you guys for watching Road to Fate. Whether you caught it live like Stan did and our friends did, or whether you are going to catch it on Gank when it releases, because we do that. We caught up the show into uh, 30-minute blocks and release them on Gank. So if you want to catch Road to Fate, you don't have to FOMO yourself. All you got to do is go to manilawrestling.com. From there, you can subscribe to the MWF profile on Gank. For $10 or around $540, you can pay through GCash, you can pay the credit card, debit card. Maraming options to pay. So if you don't want to miss out, it's really, really easy to sign up. Again, manilawrestling.com. And also, please follow us on TikTok. We're almost at 10K. Siguro mga 500-something followers so lang. Maybe, hopefully, by then, you can start monetizing and getting, you know, partners, brand partners and stuff like that. So, sana lang. So, please help us get there. If you have TikTok and you haven't followed us yet, it is at Wrestling2XPod. All right. For me, if, you know, since we're all going back on the road, if you find yourself on the road to Umaga, uh, go tune in to First Thing in the Morning on Play FM, 7 to 10 a.m. So, there. Like Rose said, social media, please follow us over there on Spotify. It is The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Please subscribe, leave a five-star rating after you check out an episode. And if you want to keep chatting wrestling with us individually, it is at Monday Night Rowan, at Chino Supersized, at Rowis War, and at underscore Stan C. We'll catch you next week. We've got the audio only and another live stream Thursday at 7 p.m. on Kumu at Wrestling Wrestling Pod and on Facebook.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Thank you so much to the PNA team for all of the work that they do behind the scenes and as usual reminders to everyone please keep your masks on especially when you're indoors and get your vaccines and your boosters if and when you can on behalf of Chino Liao and Ro Moran my name is Stan C Wrestling Wrestling Podcast out bye bye The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.